0: Welcome back, Seahawks fans, to the newest episode of the Seahawks Next Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Santa, joined, as always, by the Poe to my fin. It's Kevin Garber. Kevin, how you doing?
1: I'm feeling uh, good, and competent, and then reckless, and then I'm sure next.
0: Yeah, all right. And our very own General Hux. That's right. <laughs> it's Eric Ronenbeck. Eric, how you doing? Uh, whiny,
2: very loud, yeah, ready you... to to place blame on we some did sort of ancient religion.
0: Domin Hall Gleason. Yeah. You got red, red hair now. Yeah. You've well, joined Kevin. Here we go, Kevin. It's <laughs> you and me. All right. Let's get into it right away. Let's get into it. The Seahawks, uh, last week, they went out, and I said, hey, this will be the week. Finally. Finally. We will watch a full Seahawks game, and we will feel comfortable at the end of the game. Which would have been at true. at the beginning of the fourth <laughs> quarter, I thought, boy, it's nice to, to finally to get, you know, you make, you make a lot of calls, you have a lot of takes, and it's nice to get things right. Then all and then, our boy, defensive the Seahawks died. really showed me. They really showed me. It's like Bobby Wagner's ankle got hurt. Then uh, Quandre, Quandre Diggs, Diggs left the game. Ankle fell and off. Then, uh, and then we're down, we're down to like... And then we're going,
1: I don't care how much we win by as long as we don't get any more injuries. We literally have
0: 11 non-hurt defensive players left on the team, and they're Out all on the field. Off. Uh, and and I'm, I'm just sitting there like, wow, they heads, really... Heads and then we gave off. up two quick touchdowns, and I'm like, they really showed me that you can never, never stop paying attention with the Seahawks team. Because they, whether they're behind by a lot, they can come back. And if they're up by a lot, boy, they can get rid of a lead really fast.
1: Do you know what would made me feel better? If uh, your boy Jason Myers hadn't shanked the extra point to make it so he didn't even have a touchdown lead. J-
0: hey, Jason Myers, automatic. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. He's automatic. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's like a 7-Eleven door. In the, Once out of every three times, it kind of doesn't work. Eventually, instead and of... And you us, will run you'll, into you'll, it.
0: When you go to the, 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 dry, the place, when you go to the dealership to buy your car... They won't say, do you want a manual or an automatic? They'll say, do you want a manual or a Jason Myers?
1: I'll take a manual because a Jason Myers means about every fifth time I try and start it up, it doesn't work. Jason Myers. Goes straight through
0: the gears, smooth as butter, right down the middle. This one's for Kevin.
2: Jason Myers is Justin Tucker kicking with his left foot. Probably okay, (laughs) but not that
0: great. Another thing, too, as I was talking to someone and they're like, Jason Myers is. I'm like, Jason Myers has a decent enough accuracy percentage this year. It's not great, but it's like right in the middle of the pack in terms of league average. And I mean, if you look at last year, he was great. So in a two year sample, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I have this feeling that like it's not the kind of problem we can spend our way out of. And because there's really like. because
1: kickers are like uh relief pitchers if you're paying for the one that just had a good season you're doing it wrong
0: like if you look at the kickers in terms of accuracy in the nfl this year it's uh, bad it's really bad and there's one guy and well that guy you can't go get you can't you can't just go get uh justin tucker and then the next best guys are like josh lambeau who um I don't know. I don't and want to Rambo. Next Jackson year, he Rambo. could easily be Jason Myers. I mean, it's like Mason Crosby, Chris Boswell, and Dan Bailey. I feel like those guys are impossible
1: to get. Will exactly. Lutz, but he kicks in most that, of the it's time. it's like,
0: like the next guy after that is Young Hoku. Young Hoku didn't have a job four weeks ago. Like
1: Also, Young Hoku is the, uh, is the guy who trick, uh, got cut by the Chargers. A bunch of different kicks. teams.
0: Another thing, Young Hoku, first of all, he has four onside kick recovers already this year. That's insane with how difficult Dude, it is. Stellar. That guy, it's like guy a se- has a gift. It's a secret weapon that Atlanta has found just kind of on the street. Good thing they found it at the right time. And it gave me a great fantasy football name, Young Jose yes. Ain't Loyal. Yes. So I'm like very happy about You're welcome to that about Bill's the, defense, uh, by the way. Thing. Yeah, man. That was awesome. Okay, so let's go Seahawks offense first. Uh, Seahawks offense looked pretty good this week. Russ was really
1: good until he put the fill up the gas.
0: Because they played against the worst run defense in the league. And uh, it showed. 24 rushes, 133 yards at uh, 99, only 99 after contact. Which we know, longtime listeners on this contest, of this podcast know that if the number of yards after contact isn't more than the actual yards, we were playing a team with a bad rush defense. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually Chris Carson has to get every single one of his yards himself. Had still had eight missed tackles in this game too, avoided tackles, which is dumb, which is insane. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I just don't think the Seahawks really had to work super hard for this one uh it, it wasn't like a the offense the offense could kind of move the ball almost at will uh russell wilson looked great on the uh, the deep intermediate the worrying thing of course is that under pressure he was pretty bad and the 10 times he was pressured he went four for seven um he had to throw it away three times took two two sacks uh just not a great under pressure performance from russ but when he wasn't pressured, he was the, you know... When
2: you look at quarterbacks that are under perfect pressure, uh, you can watch Drew Brees this last Monday Night Football. Uh, he's always getting pressure off the edges. They start to, to close in on him, and he steps up. Russell Wilson can't step up because he's going to be stepping into Joey Hunt. So when the ends kind of fall in, which they will on the right side very often, Russ has to either scramble out and around, or he has to hope that there's some sort of now, side pocket between the tackles. Now,
0: we the Seahawks registered eight pressures in this game? How many of them do you feel like the scouting uh would would credit would credit to Russell Wilson of the eight? Of the Eric, eight. Yeah, of the <laughs> eight. How many do you think that were that they said, you know, this is kind of Russell's fault he didn't he kind of took a bad line uh I'm going to say probably four. Seven really of the 8 I was going to go was, 6 and then was, I was like you no know, let's be generous I actually trust. thought it was a really good pass blocking game for the Seahawks like for the most part I thought the right good. side of our line was a little weak The mm-hmm. my favorite play of the game was the one where uh where uh uh gosh Dwayne Brown goes out and he punched that guy down and they called a penalty on it Dude, you see that? Isn't that what they call it hold. <laughs> yeah, he like literally just punched the guy in the chest, and the guy fell over. That was so cool. Yeah, that watching really was watching watch, because that was, watching that on watch, the, cause that was all, great. Watching that in the all twenty two view was like the most satisfying block of the whole season. It was like, <laughs> dude, he just like straight up like stuck his arm out and punched a dude in the chest, and the guy just fell over like he died. Big boy, was man. So cool. Uh, Dwayne Brown's awesome. I'm so glad we have that guy on our team, and. Yeah, our offensive line hasn't come together and become like a great unit, but it is tolerable. And like like to this game, they have they can they can go through stretches where they can do stuff. To this game, they pass blocked pretty well, and they ran block good enough against the really bad run blocking run stopping team. And, I mean, overall, it kept kept Russ pretty clean and out of trouble.
2: Supposedly, it's going to be getting healthier here in the next week or
0: two. So, I'll believe I guess I we'll see. see yeah, but I know. In the, you say that. So, then the future, I mean, what are we looking for? We're looking for Postage to take over at center, right? Yes. Because Joey Hunt is uh, kind of a speed bump for some of the better <clears throat> interior guys in yep. the NFL.
1: We're looking for a competent right tackle, and we're looking for what, probably consistent guards that won't be injured all year Yeah,
0: I just think that like any rookie that we pull in in the first three rounds is not going to be a significant downgrade from Jermaine Effetti. Yep. Effetti provides slightly below-average league, slightly below-league average play in basically every facet of the game, and uh, that just doesn't seem like anything you want to pay a premium for. So I'm glad they non-tendered him. Um, have a good life. There's also some. There'll be some journeyman
2: guards I think we can pick up. If Ayupati can uh, play to the level he played we to already, this year. The, dude, the, the next
0: guard is on our roster already. The next Got guard? Yeah, no, yeah, beefy boy Phil beefy Haynes. Boy, Haynes. Yeah. Phil I Haines, keep forgetting about Phil Haynes. Phil Haynes is, is on the roster already, and there's no reason that ne- going into next year, that can't be a significant part of our plan to improving our guard play. The- it's Phil Haynes plus one other guy. A, which could some, be Jamarco. Which could be Jamarco. Or Jamarco maybe just ends to, up t-
1: sticking at right tackle, or Fant does. Just, we have some internal options that are interesting.
0: Just to just to kind of get it. Now, Jamarco did play twelve snaps at left guard and two snaps at right guard in this game and looked decent. I that was something I was watching I when I went yep. back and watched tape to check to see how Jamarco looked. I thought Jamarco looked pretty competent. Um not any better or worse than the other guys, though, because like I said, the offensive line actually had a pretty decent game. Wow. I mean,
1: I Potty is a Pro Bowler, so that's pretty, pretty uh, tough shoes to I do not
0: fill. want to talk about that. <laughs> 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 the, Pro, the Pro Bowl is so I tried to hint <laughs> at it a little earlier. And to, okay, I, fine. I
1: decided just to go straight up the middle with that one, Chris we Carson can, We can talk about it. No, um, we, no, I don't want to talk about it. I just wanted to bring it up Can that we way. talk about
0: the best play of the game? When, when fan you already tried
1: did. You talked about when uh, uh Dwayne Brown, stiff-hearted guy. That, was, talking, and got that was the ball. actual that best play funny. of the game,
0: but this is the uh best play in my heart. Oh, when the he got robbed fan. of his when touchdown fan, catch? Yeah. When Fant tried to toe-tap it on the sideline. That, that I was, Successfully? No,
1: he did n- not. Pete should challenged
0: that. Dude. That, it wouldn't have been Pete's worst challenge. It was adorable. He, it was like... It was it wouldn't so have funny. would been Pete's yeah. worst challenge. It, it, I don't know. It would have been pretty bad. It was like... Dude. Kevin will settle and say Look, it would I have been a peep challenge. Looking that. at that thirty three pound guy try to toe tap it on the sidelines was like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh
1: man, if he would have done it, that would have been the funniest it thing ever. He would have retired on Baby the It was like watching Baby Huey
0: try to stay in bounds. Former Eastern <laughs> Kentucky University It was like watching DK I... Metcalf try to run a three cone drill.
1: <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: DK can run a three cone. He slipped. It's like Come on Luke guys. Wilson block. Oof, ouch. We. I mean, we, he, I've seen Luke Wilson Ow, block us bones. on Twitter.
1: <laughs> that's just, that's his one good one. Yeah, Got there,
0: Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson executed an excellent block on you, Kevin. So uh, I don't I don't know. I it think that the good. offense is not really interesting to talk about in this game, just because the going was so easy. It, it seemed like we could
2: run difficult. it at will. We used the pass set I mean, the run to set up the pass. Josh Gordon. Finally got involved in the offense a little more. Rest in
0: peace.
1: So let's use this for a couple of interesting things. Like when uh, Malik
0: Turner just like goes off and can like get open at will, you know that you're playing against a really bad defense.
1: That's true. Uh, so a couple of pieces to talk about coming off of this. Number one, I think part of the reason why Russ was under as much pressure as he was, we went down the field a lot. Uh, he was, what, three for five, 20-plus uh, yards
0: yeah, and we threw deep on Dante Jackson, their their uh, their right cornerback. It's because he's bad and that yeah. really worked well. So they yeah they they, they got six him. passes, six receptions, 153 yards, four four first downs, two touchdowns. So basically, just they they knew that that was a point that they could they could really go after, and they did. They so went how are after we feeling Ke-
1: about Schottenheimer's play calling? Because that's the second time we've mentioned he's been willing to take a weakness and go after it.
0: So Schottenheimer, someone asked us this on Twitter, like what's your what's your year in review for Schottenheimer so far? And I think. I have seen a willingness for him to get away from the run game and start passing a lot more that I think is very encouraging. Yep. And um, it makes me think that in the end, at the end of the day, the Seahawks, this year's version of the Seahawks has a higher ceiling than last year's version of the Seahawks. Yeah. Yes. Last year's version of the Seahawks, I didn't think they could win the Super Bowl because they weren't willing to just say, hey, let's throw 35 times and change things up and, and really... Try to figure out a way to get this offense going, and let us go win
1: it. I have confidence
0: this year. If we're on the road in, against the Saints, and it's the NFC Championship game, and we and we're through the first quarter and it's not working, they'll try something different. They'll come out and say, "Okay, we got to do this, or we got to try something different. We got to change up what we're doing." They're not just going to drive this a bad game plan into the ground and die on a hill like they did against Dallas last year. It's just not the way it's going to be.
2: Well, no, last year our running game kind of. Tied her hands behind her back to an extent. This year, I don't know. I, if we got to give it a grade, I'll probably give our play calling a B plus, only because we started so slow. I like how Schottenheimer's going against certain things that he sees on tape. I think our our coaching this year from an assistant level has been a plus. Uh, I'm feeling good about the playoffs at this point. I just want to get love healthier. play calling. I'll say that. Oh, first. okay. Uh, yeah, I want to take that back. But before we get to that, I do <laughs> want to have.
1: One other thing on offense I want to talk about, and this oh, stems I have, I have from... a couple. Yeah, so okay, good. Before. So I want to talk about the run game real quick. Okay. And specifically, uh, I want to talk about CJ Prosize is incomplete. He does not look like our number two running back. I think that uh, it's time for Travis Homer to take over for him. I got in a, uh, a small Twitter spat with somebody about that during the game. But what I see in Travis Homer is a guy who can come in and give you... Solid, reliable carries, get the yards that are there, and get a little bit more, and he can provide run blocking, and, or pass blocking, and he can catch the ball solid.
0: Right. Here's the thing about Travis Homer is, his name is very misleading, because Homer is not a way, like, he's not, he doesn't come out, he's not going to go out there and hit home runs. He's no, he's going to get a lot of four yard he's carries. He's going to get like a lot of singles and du- doubles, just kind of the same way Mike Davis did. And just like Mike Davis, he can block good, he can catch balls. He can make a couple good runs, but he's not going to go out there and like break three tackles and beat a bunch of guys the way Chris can, or even the way Rashad can, make guys miss in the open field. He's just not that dynamic. He's got that Mike Davis. But, Without
2: being a little rude, because uh, this is going to sound rude, there's nothing super special about him. He's just uh, a guy you can plug in.
0: I actually disagree with that. There's something special about him. He's an excellent Excellent special team.
2: Uh, yes, yes, I meant on the offensive oh, side okay. of the ball. Yeah, we love his special teams play.
1: On the offensive side of the ball, he's like a C plus at everything. Yeah, which is a really really decent backup running back. Which, but
0: something that your friends would make fun of you if it was your NBA two K my player. Okay. Like, dude, you're a C plus on everything. <laughs> like, what? You didn't want to put any points. I mean, it? that's a fact. Yeah. Well, we all know you put that that pointage into
2: speed. Couldn't
1: be a three and D win. Come on, bro. But isn't uh, it
2: leaning back into Kevin's point though? Where are we at with the Ferrari? Which is now the broken down Ferrari? And the CJ Ferrari's Prozise. missing a wheel, man. I, yeah, absolutely. I just think he
1: needs to go somewhere else. He's not uh, providing. Uh, the, he he can't no break one else is signing CJ
2: process for this year. I hate to break it. I'm with I'm today. with you on that. I I'm don't really, really.
1: He'll be in a training camp, and I'm going to say he breaks our roster with a team next year.
2: Are we going to that upside, keep yo. him in and not take that C plus at everything right
1: now? I think that we would. I think we're going to give Homer even splits with Procy. I would like weeks. that. I would like to at least and see what we'll see it looks what like happens after that. But it's going to be the lion share. It's going to go to Carson. We get by the long Cardinals shot. coming. I, up. I think Now's if Bo time.
0: Scarborough was still a free agent, that we would be signing him right now. That's my take. Like they, they would be just looking, have a they, thumper. They'd be like, eh, we need someone else to change to change pace with Chris or to like just spell Chris because right now it just doesn't look. Uh, I wonder like this. if they're looking. Way to go, Jags? Thanks a lot. Um. That was yeah, just so a guess. The, most of the questions mm-hmm. are about Procy and Homer, the running back questions. Um, tight ends, Hollister looks great. Um, do you guys see a big change for us going into next year at tight end? What do you, What do you guys see? Is Dick, Is Dix? Are, are we riding in with Dixon Wilson and Disley, or I think is Dixon's be out, and I think
1: else? we're going to be drafting somebody.
2: I think it's going to be the ghost of Disley. We're going to have. Uh, I don't know, man. I honestly think that we'll probably say goodbye to Wilson, but you have to you have to admit the the Patriots. Snafu the the trade we made with them has been a pretty good trade for us. Our our tight end.
1: Oh, uh, you mean uh, Vanette yeah. to uh No, Vanette went to the Steelers. Vanette to the Steelers, and then we picked up. Uh, then they then Detroit cut Luke Wilson, and we picked him up from Detroit. No, I'm.
2: Sorry. Our tight end, I can't remember his name
1: because it's late and I'm forgetting. Jacob, Jacob Hollister? Hollister? Yeah, I kept wanting oh, to say, say Hawkinson. Yeah, that's I'm not like, very that's good considering guy. they've been struggling to get a good play out of the tight end all yeah, year. No kidding. Yeah, Hollister has really shown up. And also, if you notice, they've been running him into the backfield. He's been playing what about more that, of a fullback role. What about, role? That, that's what about that play lovely? where Fant started in the backfield? <laughs> that I was getting it, so, horny. That's I was so horny for That That's the third time they've done that. But they, and I cannot wait for the one where he lead blocks. Yeah, they keep kicking him out to the side. I'm like, bro. Can you please can you imagine the linebacker who's filling the gap and sees Fant running at him like someone is going to hope it works I only hope, to, it, works. I only
0: hope it works All right you uh,
1: got no, it I or, think, or if
2: we hand it off to Fant <laughs> To answer Ooh. your question, I think
1: uh, I'm, I'm horny. For, I'm horny for that. I just want, to, I want <laughs> yeah, to make that. Clear. We don't need Bo Scar- Scarborough. We got George Hollister Fant.
2: will be a tight end for us next year. Disley will at least get a chance, a shot at it. Dixon's but I don't know if he's... out.
1: And somewhere in the third to fifth round, we're going to pick up another tight end. Yeah,
2: we're going to have to see because, Disley, because we don't know if he can play a full season.
1: That's exactly it. And we need somebody else who uh, is a more reliable blocker than Hollister. Hollister does a good job for his size, but his size is a limitation. If you're set, if you're putting him on the edge and telling him to block a defensive end, that's absolutely... Asking a lot of work out. He's of a
0: plus, Luke Wilson. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Let's go to defense. Do it. Okay, start with the start with the good news. Okay, let's start with the good news. Twenty five snaps. Ugo Amadi. I tracked his snaps. Twenty four snaps. He played at slot corner, and he lined up in the box once. Yeah, twenty one coverage snaps. Basically all coverage for the whole game. Even the box snap, he dropped back into coverage. Got a run stop. Got targeted five times. Did not give up. Uh, a ton of yardage, twenty-four yards. He did give up four catches, um, so but a
1: long of nine. Pretty, but that's good.
0: Pretty decent. Just like uh, starting outing, felt very safe out there. Did not make a ton of mistakes. They did kind of, kind of try to like go after him, but I mean, Kyle Allen sucks, so it's hard to say whether that means anything.
1: I also thought he did a good job in run coverage. He came in and filled in and run coverage nicely, which yeah. is something that we need the, from a DB.
0: The one, the one run defense snap he had, he got to stop. Though. He got to stop. He did.
1: That's why I was, I was just
0: gonna say we have it's small sample, sample size, of but perfect one. sample. Yes, he's one for one. Um, as far as I'm concerned, he's going to get a run stop on every run play that's on play ever. That's exactly if he Every run If he doesn't, uh, from this point forward, it will be a disappointment. Well, looking forward, we have uh, the, the, famer, the
1: Cardinals
2: c- coming up this weekend. I think that this is another time for Ugo to get settled
0: into the role. Well, yeah, Ugo's going to need to play because there's a lot of injuries on the Cause defense. Because there's literally
2: right no one else right? on the defense. The
0: defense is, is really banged up. Um, I would say that they're going to hold out Bobby this week, seems likely. Uh, I mean, you don't know until you get deeper into the week. Quandre is definitely out. But, uh, Quandre Diggs is 100%. You could tell that Pete I think
1: you're probably sitting Bobby just because you want him healthy for that yeah. San Francisco game. Pete's comments Bobby were Wagner great. really
0: wants to play, but like I don't think I don't think it's a good idea. Pete's comments after the game where he said uh
2: yeah, uh you know, Bobby it's uh, we're actually pretty relieved it's a it's an injury. We think he's going to be okay. Uh, Q's injury was a little more serious. Yeah. He just so kept saying it's a little, it's something more. It's it's so not as good news as we Bobby. all know
1: that Quandre's leg fell off. Yeah, that's the that's that's, confirmed. that's yeah, that's the He confirmed he's got a leg thing. Well, that's which that's means a, that's amputation. A, that's another thing is like Quandre got hurt and then Leno got hurt. So then we, we we had Blair out there, which this is when we're giving up these two touchdowns. Uh, those last two touchdown drives, we have Don't. like our fifth linebacker is in. We have Quim in coverage because all of our other linebackers yep. are yep. hurt. Quim had to go back and play some
0: outside linebacker, which I do not like. Uh, it's something that we we would I think the team would really like to avoid because he has blossomed in that defensive end role, Agreed. the Jacob Martin role.
1: We have Blair playing coverage. Like fresh, And they would come out and just target whoever just came on the field. And DJ Moore's a good enough receiver to make that problematic. And they basically just threw it to DJ Moore every time.
0: Yeah, and then so Shaq and Kendricks are like 50-50 to play this week. Those, I think those would both be big because Kendricks would give us the luxury of saying, like, if Bobby's even fringe... Then we can we put get, Kendricks or we Barton. Put, we could play Kendricks in what honestly is his better position. We can play him in the Bobby Wagner position. I think that is, like, his best possible position. And then have him and KJ out there a lot and that's I that'll think be Quill's fine. the bigger one having uh, Shaquille
1: in there is huge
0: I mean I thought Akeem King filled in fine I did not
1: sure I guess against Carolina
0: I did not think I thought Akeem King played a really good game um, 72 snaps only targeted once had three tackles um, just looked pretty decent and I don't know just I've said this before Akeem King is an admirable fill-in if you are looking for like a guy who can come in cold Play outside corner in in this system and be moderately successful. His ceiling is much lower than Sha- Shaqu- Shaquille Griffin. Our Sha- Shaqu- Shaquille Shaquille Griffin. Shaquille Griffin. <laughs> I do this a lot. I because why do their both names start with the same four letters? Man, that's
1: tough. Because they're twins.
0: Yeah, but why would? Because I have twins like this year in my class named Chloe and Kayla, and it's kind of brutal because they both start with. Because sounds. the parents knew this was coming and they just wanted to hedge their bets. Okay, so okay, Shaquille Griffin though,
1: if his. They were a drummer. His, his ceiling is much higher.
0: He can cover anyone in the league. Akeem King against the top tier wide receivers in the NFL, he's just not going to be able to cover. I feel them. even against a mid-tier um, talent, he's questionable. I think that this team had plenty of mid-tier talent and he was fine. Like not a quarterback, but a wide receiver. Like their wide receivers are good. Sure. They've been good all year. Curtis Curtis Samuels looked good. Yeah, DJ Moore is uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Like they have a good set of wide receivers. Okay, well, functional. If they had Cam Newton like I would
1: have been. Forget about Shaquille's
2: sure. injury for a second. This week against the Cardinals, how do you feel about
0: if King started? Because I'd be okay with I'm that. Not, I'm, totally okay I'm with it. not
1: super happy about okay. that. He's gonna get picked on. I
0: don't think that. I don't think so. That's just I don't. Kyle Murray has really faded down the stretch. They have not looked as good. And Arizona's a run team now. Arizona and
2: Cliff Kingsbury has no idea it's where he is. The Kenyon Martin
0: show. Arizona. Arizona is really leaning on the run game now. I mean, they they have the number two rush offense in the league. They have the number 23 passing offense by DVOA. So they're just Air a, raid. they're just a rush heavy team you he would have told me this, this this would have happened and then told me david johnson would not be playing i'd be like what yeah Kenyon drake dude i mean he had a great game last week but this it's really like it doesn't matter it's been chase edmonds it's been proving Kenyon once drake. and for
1: all when you take players out of miami that's when you get to see what they really have <laughs>
0: Um, but Arizona, Arizona's offense has been pretty decent this year, and their their run game is, is the thing that I'm more afraid of than their pass game at this point. They've shown a competency in run blocking that has been pretty consistent across the board, and they've shown... An, and Kyler Murray, I think, has just worn down. The the longer season in the first season, it I is think, hard. Is, is tough for a lot especially of Especially when he's kids. getting beat up. And, and especially if you're on a quarterback on a bad team like he is. And he's he getting is, taking a lot of hits. He's, he's just getting... His team's getting kind of beat up. He's not getting a lot of opportunities, and he's just... Just not what he was in week one, two, three. Actually, there was a stretch in the middle of the season where he really came on. Where and I thought he was kind of yeah, actually going to take it over. After he figure out the NFL yeah. and
1: before he got beat up. Yep.
0: Yeah. And then he's he's just faded down the stretch. And you know what? He'll be good next year. I don't think it's like curtains for Kyler Murray or anything. But the uh, so the,
1: back to the defense for this game though.
0: The, I'm worried about the middle because like like Eric said, Al Woods limped off. Poon. Now we're we're down Jadavian Clowney. We're down. Uh, we're guest starring with a cat this week. <laughs> Collier did a thing Collier played 37 snaps and uh, a season he got a high pressure. he got a pressure and no tackles I uh, hey man we take the good with the put him in there for 45 okay. this week remember See how what I always say like Brandon Jackson a lot of times he just will disappear for a whole game and not do anything
1: yeah Collier could take that Brandon uh-huh. Jackson role All right.
0: LJ, LJ Collier <laughs> definitely did that in this game oh, I, was no. just like, I was like um, well he never really did anything bad but he never really did anything good either so it's tough. Puna Ford had a decent game. I really like him. He had the batted pass. But the thing about that batted pass is if you can't throw your ball over Puna Ford, it's
1: got that long That's a arms low ball. Or... That's why
0: they benched him for Will Greer this that's week. They, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Bro, you gotta, you can't throw it over the five foot
1: ten defensive lineman." Like come Barton on. had a couple of nice pressures. I thought Barton was decent. I thought Barton. He's like a half a step too slow on the blitzes. That we I want think to use he's. I think he's indecisive.
0: Yeah, like there's an indecisiveness to his like he play. He needs to just crash and he o- doesn't. Overall, that is like, uh, it's it just makes it really difficult for me to like, you know. I see the trajectory. We I see what it looked like year two and year three, and it's good. Yes, it will be good. But right now, it's uh, it's inadequate for what we're trying to do. If he has to play, he has to play though. We're in that situation. And I'd rather
1: But if he's our fourth linebacker, that's good. I'd rather
0: rest dudes this week in anticipation of playing San Francisco for all the marbles and being able to just kinda sneak by Arizona on the back of on the giant shoulders of Russell Wilson. I was gonna say, I
2: mean, (laughs) if you can't beat Arizona at home with With Chandler Jones and nothing else. With some banged up players, then there's bigger problems. And you gotta rest your guys. You gotta rest your guys. The playoffs start the next week against San Francisco, yeah, we're in the playoffs too.
1: Oh, hey! Here is the other part. Congratulations to Rasheem Green for taking the team lead in sacks. Uh, downside team leader in sacks is Rasheem Green. It's four. <laughs> it's it's four. Four. <laughs> if we had a really quality speed rusher on this team, Clowney would probably have two more sacks, and that dude would probably have like at least six or yeah, eight. I think if we got anything, even if we have a Cliff approaching
0: Averil. what we thought we would get know, out of Ziggy Ansa, yep. you know, if he was like on Pace for an eight sack season. This te- the texture of this defense would look totally different to a lot of people, and instead, I think the fully healthy version of this defense is above curve. It's above average. Yep. But it's not, it's not top five defense. Like yeah, I with Quandry
1: now, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think it's, I think it's like a, it's like a t- tenth best defense when everyone's healthy. Right now, with all the injuries we have, maybe we drop it even a little bit more down to fifteenth or so. But uh, I, I would love to
2: see Jadavian Clowney come back. Um, we, that's that's an off season podcast, and we don't know, but he is he is headed to surgery in the off season for his uh, he, he they, for his they're core saying that The
0: core mu- the core muscle injury is is not it's it's pretty He's, fine. He's okay. It's manageable. But he right? got he got really sick before the team flight. Yeah, and, yeah, like, that flu- was, and, they, and they were like and they were still. like, don't get on the plane, <laughs> like stay here. I heard that too. So and I I think that's a good call because because we could win without we him. We win. We can beat Carolina without him and just get him right for. I don't want to play him this week, yeah, If, we, if you have to, to sit him this week, him too,
1: I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I, I feel like Reed and Ford and Green, that, that's a group that hey, you can get after. Caleb real Green. quick,
2: um, Ben Burkirvan, where do you... Uh, how come he's not seeing the field in all this uh, well, he got all two, this mix he, and match?
0: He got two snaps. Yes. and um, when, what, I think when or without? Do you want me to be honest? Yeah. I don't know. Actually, I
2: looked up his numbers because I was like, wait, this is the guy. And so I got the two long, snaps. Long
0: but, term... I don't know if the team sees him as someone who contributes outside of special teams. Um, And I don't know if it's because... I think I know why. I think it's because of his size. His size is not prototypical for an NFL linebacker. He's pretty small. He's six foot, if you're being generous. I think he might even be a little bit below that. And he's 225, 220. He's just not a big dude. And I think long term, it's tough to see him. Now, the thing is, the, the... NFL is moving towards more coverage-based linebackers, and that is his best skill. He's good in coverage, and he reads the the play really well. So maybe the Seahawks are ahead of the curve here, and maybe they could get something out of him. But I just think with the linebackers we currently have on our roster, we got him because we saw an A-plus special teamer. And he is an A-plus special teamer, or close to it. The other
1: piece is we got an A-plus special teamer who we thought maybe could develop as an option at weak side. Because I don't think Cody Barton's future is necessarily at weak side. No. We talked about that probably being the heir apparent to to Mr. Bobby Wagner, right? Uh, I think down, down the road, yes. Or uh, like the other thing years, is he would be playing uh, strong side. He'd be playing kind of the KJ role. When we roll into uh, five DBs, he would be the second linebacker. Um, when we are... <laughs> when we drop out
2: of 4-3, Kevin's so funny. Uh, yes.
1: When we are looking for... 4-3 base defense, but we want two coverage linebackers out there. Yeah. Having uh, Barton and BBK out there would make a lot of sense uh, once KJ hits the road. So I think that's kind of the logic there. And so uh, I think the size issue is definitely one to bring up. But to me the other thing is, he's somebody who um, really needs to have a good feel for a game because he gambles a lot. His athletic measurables are not perfect, so he needs to be able to time up everything he does perfectly.
2: Really early in the season, I thought that maybe he had the edge over Barton for some reason, and then that quickly switched.
1: Uh, that's because Barton has more athletic talent, yeah. and so the curve caught the same way. I think Ben Curvin's a player who's going to be much better his second or third year. Um, and like sometime around the end of his rookie contract, we might be going... Oh wow, he's like having kind of a breakout season. Nice, but he's gonna take a minute. Until then, though, he's a plus special. Just team checking in on piece. those
2: draft picks because I do like this draft pick,
0: uh, this draft class quite a bit.
2: I'm and pretty happy about the last couple draft classes. Yeah. Um, I wish Ben nice would surprise. have been
0: able to finish out
1: the season to show that value.
0: Uh, so sad. Yeah. Um, what did you guys? Leno Hill. Lano Hill got a lot of burn in this game. Uh, do you guys think that that Leno Hill, like, what did you what did you see there? Did you see? Do you, you think it looked good? I'm, I'm kind of excited about Lano Hill. Really, I didn't see anything I like that much. I thought I think there's a really solid like tackling machine inside Leno Hill, and that when he sits in the box, I I kind of like those looks when Leno Hill was playing in the box as as opposed to farther away from the line of scrimmage. I like, will agree with that. Uh, I think
1: if we're going five DBs and using him as like a linebacker safety hybrid, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I think
2: Leno Hill's got some talent, but again, it's been consistency with him. Uh, like you, you've you kind of brought up on this point, I don't really like him back, back, back in coverage. Um, but, I mean, this is a guy I want to see this week. I'm kind of treating this like the Get Healthy game, the Arizona game. I know we're not ready for the preview yet, but these are the guys I want to see. You know, I want to see more Lano Hill out there. I want to see... I want to see BBK.
1: Well, I think we're talking a lot of Arizona because honestly, like Nathan said at the beginning, what are we going to get from this? Carolina's defense is garbage. Uh, KJ Carolina's Wright, congratulations
2: is on being uh, more or less standing Richard in Sherman. the right spot. Yes. Good job. I two mean, picks. he gave up five.
0: He gave up five receptions. On, he was and he caught so all two back. seven. All seven so of the times three. All seven three. of the times he was targeted, the ball was caught. <laughs> think, oh, about 100%. think about it. Hundred percent. Think about it. Hey, um, so
1: what I'm hearing is, if they would have targeted him 14 times, he'd had, had four picks.
0: I, Thank I you. I guess that's Kevin. technically true. Uh, wow. Special teams, like as it's been mentioned before, um, Jason Myers is automatic. Let's not even talk about him.
1: Yeah, let's uh, not talk about him. That part I agree with. And then uh, uh, also Ugo Amadi, friggin' bullets in special teams. Mike, Mike, I'm not, we're not even noticing the easies out. That's how good our coverage units yeah, are. And Michael Dixon, I think, is is really getting a lot of air under the ball the last couple weeks, and so and our coverage units getting down there. Like our coverage unit, and this is something I feel like I'm harping on and it's stupid, but it makes a huge difference. Our coverage unit last year was not that good. Our coverage unit two years ago was, was flat out bad. Our punt coverage unit has gotten so much better. We've drafted talent on that side of the ball that or can it contribute also, there, and it makes there, a big difference. There
0: are guys on our roster that I think people malign a little bit that don't deserve it that are really bringing it on special teams. Shakeem Griffin, Malik Turner, uh, Jaron Brown has been a pretty solid special yeah. teamer this whole season, Travis Homer. Um, Homer Burkervin Belore Belore's been solid. I don't know what his problem was in the preseason because his special teams in the preseason was like bad, bad. But he's God, marry me. He just needed to learn from the genius Brian Schottenheimer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's give some. Let's give a little credit here.
2: So Punk I got to give credit where credit is due. Man. Punk Hub cleaned up his act a few weeks ago. Brian Schneider saw some things on special teams a couple games ago. Uh, our our coverage unit has been getting better as the season has been going on. Let's just give Brian Schneider a little to a little pats Let's give
1: Dixon... A lot of credit here. I didn't hear that thing about some other guy that I don't care about, but yeah, Dixon, a lot of credit for really turning things around.
0: Yeah, Dixon, Jason Myers, automatic. Just want to make sure that I get that on record uh, as many times as possible because I'm speaking it into existence. You guys don't understand how this works. You have. I understand
1: to, how it works. I thought that
2: maybe Jason Myers had uh, kind of if it works, the that means it would work one more time. For every kicks. mention you get, you get a free sandwich it, from no. Disney
1: Plus. Only six ninety nine. No, Jason. Jason Myers
0: is look, dude.
1: The he, garbage picking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon, Jason Myers.
0: He's. He's like, he's, you know what? Uh, the fantasy projections say that next week he's the number seven kicker. I'm it's going to be it.
2: great, man. I'm looking forward for his five for six this week. I like week. how
0: it's he's seven. Hit, he's, hit 80, he's hit 80% of his kicks this year. Five for six is close What's to What's wrong 80%? with that? That's If four. you include
1: extra points, it's still 80%. That's, that's part of the problem. That's a Hall of Fame baseball player.
2: <laughs> how dare you? Let's talk about Arizona. That's better than Hall of Fame Let's favorite. talk about that's, Larry that's Fitzgerald coming to town. For the final time. Okay. Until, until he, until he, he a really doesn't. Big, butt big butt. <laughs> but. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> did I have to do that again? Uh, yes. Oh, yes, geez. I did. Arizona. Let's talk about Arizona Cardinals. Their offense is decent. Their defense is horrible. Their, well, their offense is worse. defense. Talk uh, is decent. Talk their special about, teams is okay. so they they bad. Run, they're I already talked about it. They can run the ball. They're yes, the second but best rush offense in the How is their passing game right now? Their passing game is... Uh, okay. They have some talent, but they're As a Christian Kirk fantasy owner, let's just move on from that. And focus really on the run game. Their run game is pretty solid. So the it's what the Seahawks need to do is in this game, surprisingly, they might need to play four uh, three. more more. Uh, I might want to, this is a game where I might want He's to gonna see come 4-3. out five. Or, and break the internet. You know I mean? or like having Lano Hill in the box, which mean? is what kind of where I was I was hinting at earlier. Kevin yeah, no, got Kevin good. picked up my foreshadowing, which is that the box safety in this game could be, make a big difference because they are a running team, and you want to put more guys in the box. I think against this team, the goal is make Kyler Murray beat you. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald has looked... Uh, I don't want to be mean to him. I think Larry, Fitzgerald's a good, the, like Larry Fitzgerald is maybe one of the a GOAT. a
1: great player who is likely in his farewell tour, and it's showing.
0: Uh, he's not as good as he used to be. How about that? He's True. still really good. If you put Larry Fitzgerald on a better team then uh-huh. uh then you can either, the cat wants to star in the podcast here lord um, it's not if my you cat. open that window it'll make him happy oh boy <laughs> i'm leaving this in the podcast the <laughs> and, and it's a also a girl so i don't know why i said that no. but uh the cat doesn't but care. the cat okay anyway speaking of cats you know who a cool cat is larry fitzgerald <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald, and a cool, uh, cat larry fitzgerald he's got 711 yards this year he's got three touchdowns he's above average receiver but he's not great he's not what he's not what he used to be and well no i mean the guy's 75 years old and they got christian kirk they've got a couple other uh wide wide receivers and yeah it's it's they're they're decent in the past game but they don't get a lot of their tight ends they do they not they don't seem very creative and like i said Kyler murray seems worn down no one they're like the they're kind of i don't know if they're up. getting lucky and their they, line's garbage
2: they kind of just chuck it up for the young receivers to get at times. That's how they're getting like a bulk of their, you know, their big plays. I feel like this isn't going to be a shootout, but the Cardinals will possibly surprise with like seventeen points. That would not surprise me. Seventeen
0: points. That's- seventeen points. Come so on, think about it. Here's at the, home against first, us <laughs> in the first. That's so insulting agent.
1: without meaning to be. Uh, me. In the first four weeks, it.
0: Kyler Murray did not go over seventy in Pro Football <laughs> Focus rating. Then from week five. To week eleven, he so that those eight weeks he did it six times or five times. So he was very good, and then the last three weeks he's been uniformly pretty awful. And I just think, like I said, like Kevin, like we said, He started to get it. He started to figure it out. He was learning how to dissect an NFL defense. T- he started to wear down teams, made adjustments, and he kind of went in the in the toilet again. Yeah. and it's not like the. Do you think the Rams defense is like a, a, a great defense? Like no. A, goat defense cuz that's but the I will say, interior
1: pressure is a really hard thing for them to deal with with the types of players they have right now and I look forward to a big game between Woods, Reed and Ford getting a bunch of interior pressure. That's going to be key. Yeah, keeping edge discipline and getting interior pressure.
0: I don't think they're blocking as a, I'm not as down on their blocking as you. Uh, I think overall. that
1: I think uh, they're
0: they're, blo- they're they're blocking is uh fine. It's like their offensive line reminds me of ours. Well, their offensive Without line is Brown.
1: fine, except they are really reliant on getting rid of the ball very quickly. So, if we do a lot of that press coverage that Pete likes to do, which would be a lot easier to do if we have Quill. Like, so, if Quill's here and we could do press coverage and they need to hold on to the ball more than two and a half seconds. Then it's gonna start showing up in the like sacks. AJ holes. Shipley
0: sucks, but they do a good job, or AQ Shipley, but they do a good job of like covering up for him. And then they don't have a Dwayne Brown like we do, like an excellent offensive lineman that they can lean on. They just no, they have, got a lot of fine lines. They just have Max Williams, who's like the best blocking tight end in the league. And but they just Tyler Murray they, scrambles <laughs> into sacks. That's kind of my, favorite, one of my favorite things is that Max Williams is like their best blocker. So yep. they just like run behind this tight end, this big tight end. Yeah, it's Will Disley. <laughs> It's just kind of it's kind of amazing. It's yeah. kind of a cool thing to do a uh, um, former
1: uh, Baltimore tight end, right?
0: They drafted him in the second round and he was a great blocker in Baltimore as well Yeah, but he, he was never have like,
1: a crowded picture and he was never able to be both healthy and good Yeah, and also just Flacco along was as bad.
0: A, never came along as a pass catcher But might have never had opportunities because of Flacco. Yeah, that's that that was my follow-up is Flacco might have You know robbed him of all his opportunities to prove he was a good pass catcher Although also max
1: with two X's yeah, so he's like he's twice as max as other pretty max-y, That's pretty maxi. That's pretty
0: extreme <laughs>
1: extreme. It's max
0: Stream. Extreme. No, no, no. The weird thing they're doing, that because I, so I watched some some last couple of weeks' of Arizona tape, <clears> uh, <throat> they will bring Kenyon Drake and David Johnson out on the same play, but they'll have but David Johnson... But they'll never Johnson, give it to David Johnson. Well, they'll have David Johnson line up as, like, the slot-wide receiver. And I'm, like, the whole time thinking,
1: don't... don't do that. Well, they certainly don't use him as the running back anymore. Yeah,
0: it's super weird. I don't really understand what the... I can't wait until he has a good season is. somewhere else. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then they... They uh, another thing I noticed is that like they use their tertiary receivers Wait like they have Kirk and Fitzgerald who are both solid, uh, not but not maybe not spectacular. But the, the only thing about Kirk and Fitzgerald is they don't drop passes. They they get a lot of tough to catch balls thrown their way and they they do not drop them. I don't. They
2: expect make Fitzgerald to drop anything. They make anything. good things. Yeah,
0: Kirk and it's like a very sure-handed uh, wide receiver group. So that uh, might be. One thing I like is that they used to have Crabtree, but they got rid of him. Because if you try us like a... Sorry. Uh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't channel my inner shirt because that guy's evil now. The other piece of it, if you look...
1: Yeah, they have a ton of targets for Fitzgerald and Kirk. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson, uh, Demary Bird, uh, Farrell Cooper, they have kind of this menagerie of third-wide receiver that are all very up-and-down players. Like, they have, like, they have Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, and three David Moores. Okay.
0: Can I talk about their defense for a second? Do it. It's Chandler their, Jones and Dudes. Their pass defense sucks.
1: Uh, Buddha Baker is fine. Byron
0: Murphy, dude, is, he has been targeted 91 times this year already. 63 catches, 598 Ooh. yards, and nine, a staggering nine touchdowns. They, I like this guy. Their linebacker, Hassan Reddick has been targeted 65 Hassan times. Hassan Reddick should be rushing
1: the passer 50, every time, by the way. He's 50, Quim Griffin.
0: He's dropped into coverage 339 times, been targeted at 65 of those times. Fifty-one catches, seven touchdowns. There's a guy
1: who is a defensive end in college. There are
0: just dudes in this defense, and I know people who I love, Byron Murphy, because he's uh, he's an ex Husky, but he's getting thrown to the wolves in this situation. Like he's not. He is. This he's is a
1: bad defense that can't help him at all. Not
0: ready at all, and like you said, Kevin, there's just not enough. There's not good players on this team. They are, they're throwing guys out there like rookies and stuff that are just. Like Jalen Thompson. Jalen Thompson's getting eaten alive, which, despite
1: being talented.
0: He's good, and he's had a couple really good games. But man, he is not ready to play at anything. And his Pro Football Focus rating grades out as league average, which should be seen as a huge success because they're just throwing guys out there to the wolves. Tremaine and
1: Brock is their best cover guy. Patrick Peterson. Tremaine Brock's not good.
0: I, Patrick Peterson, as always, total wild card. You just never know what you're going to get. He's given up the. He's given up, you know, thirty six receptions this Still year. Still in the league. Um, Yeah, I I just... Overall, I think this defense is just not very good, except for, as Kevin said, Chandler Jones is quite excellent. He's very good at rushing the passer. 15 sacks, 63 total pressures.
1: Uh, They cut Terrell Suggs, who is their second uh, best pass rusher. So, basically,
0: it'd be like... He showed signs of aging this year, though.
1: Yeah, I agree, but I'm just saying, their situation is basically they have... Chandler Jones, and their next best guy, is basically
0: Rasheem Green. You know the weird thing about this team is they drop their edge defenders into coverage like way too much. Yep. Uh, Chandler Jones has eight. And not in eight, clever ways. Uh, he's been targeted eight times. He's dropped into <laughs> coverage 59 times. Charles Suggs has dropped into coverage 30 times. What? Cassius Marsh has dropped into coverage 34 uh, times. Corey Can Peters has dropped into coverage How mad six. would you be if we dropped Jadamian Clowney into coverage 60 times this uh, year? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Wouldn't you be like... Yelling about it on this oh, podcast. How much would
1: you be if we dropped Cassius Mars into coverage 34 we times? We do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be which, real which, mad. Which
0: they did. Yeah, when you
2: when you have Jadavian Clowney going out three times, you're like, Oh, I ain't throwing a little look at him. That's kind of funny, but anything yeah, more would be... Hassan he's Riddick has dropped into coverage with...
1: 339 ti- times. That would be like if we dropped Quim Griffin into coverage 339 times. This yeah. is a Ugh. guy who is a, a pass rush first, second, and third outside linebacker. And... Is just absolutely being misused.
0: Yeah, I don't um, really, I don't really understand what their defense is is trying to do.
1: They're right. trying to be multiple, but it's sort of like if somebody read a book on what that means and then did it. I was gonna say, is Cliff you, Kingsbury it, you is just trying
2: it? to be like inventive, you and he to, doesn't know what he's doing?
0: Here's, so I read an, there's an article, well, Jason it, Lock, Jason said that the Hassan Reddick is. Has struggled to pick up the new Cardinals defense, and the Cardinals are willing to listen. I think oh, team team should be like lining up to try to sign Hassan Reddick because the raw talent of the idea to change a rush player to a, a stand-up linebacker is already kind of a bad one. And we saw this ourselves with Shaquem Griffin. Uh, they they did. We were very unsuccessful trying to turn him into a, a, a passer linebacker. And Hassan Reddick is really, really, really good at rushing the passer. Um,
1: really good,
0: and yeah, it's just why would you want to? He's already had to learn new playbooks in two consecutive seasons. Now he's getting asked to do something he's not. He's not even. Uh, and this is the second
1: straight season he's been asked to drop into coverage a lot, and he's I just would, been bad at I it. I would regardless. offer a fourth
0: or fifth round pick to them, and and try to. Get, the contract is not great because he was a thirteenth overall pick. So like, you could probably talk them into taking a, a, like a worse draft pick. To get him and getting them to trade him in division is probably going to be really difficult. But that team should be like some team lining up, especially
1: if you're a 3 4 that wants somebody who will just rushed a passer from the edge or all the time.
0: Up, I mean, we could use him as Chris Clemens, like that yeah. Chris Clemens role that we had back in the day, the one that we Shaquin Griffin is kind of fi- supposed to be filling in now, although we had to have him play coverage last game. The, that is a very good position for this guy. This is well, a guy that can has handle a bright the run, well enough bright future in the NFL, I think. And just... we have to give up a third
1: because a
2: fourth is basically, you know, last pick in the fourth round, probably not going to get that pick. Right, in the, the thirty second,
0: the thirty second pick in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Thirty second pick in the third round is basically a fourth rounder. You
2: know, yeah. if we're going in fantasy world, let's
0: call it the thirty first. At the NFL takes all the Patriots draft picks. <laughs> all right, let, so their defense, as we <laughs> mentioned, pretty bad. Worse against the pass than against the run. Um, 28th that against the well pass, for 16th against the run <clears throat> Time to play uh, some YOLO ball and just I, make sure that yeah. Chandler
1: Jones doesn't kill us Russell
0: Wilson is probably going to, to chuck it all around the yard I expect points in this one, you ready for scores? Yes, All right. us do it Cardinals, got like, they'll get like 20 because our defense is so banged up 21, maybe 20, let's go 20 And the Seahawks will get like 40, let's go 40-20 And
2: huh.
0: Jason Myers bangs in 4 field goals Out of 7 No, I think we've already established he's an eighty percent kicker, so it's four out of of
2: five. There you go. Now you're getting it. Nah, thanks, Mister Santa. That's an A plus for me in effort. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna go Cardinals twenty two, Seahawks thirty six. Kevin,
1: I think that we will once again frustratingly not pull away very much at the end, and so I'm gonna go with uh, Seattle thirty arizona 20 all Ooh, right close
0: so, game so um you want to support seahawks nest podcast there are lots of ways to do so you could head over to seahawks.com slash seahawks nest and for a little dollar 24 month catch our uh our fun uh Patriot.com
1: slash seahawks nest sure i wish we had seahawks.com registered but i think the seahawks have that one. Oh, maybe maybe next time
0: okay but Eric wants to buy OJ Simpson's memorabilia on eBay. And we, <laughs> oh, well, you are we, you are very close. You're very close, Vince. Vince Young. Oh, Vince Young. The even the, better, Vince, the normal cause, Heisman because Vince Young wins football games. Who didn't win the Heisman? Did he win the Heisman? He did. Okay. Uh, Vince Young wins football games. So Vince Young. So we want Vince Young's uh, trophies and stuff. Yes. For those who so don't Eric, know, his storage
2: help, unit was uh was basically auctioned off for a few thousand dollars. I wish I'd have known about it because then I'd be I'd have a new awesome necklace. Uh, just. One of his trophies won, as an necklace. He won a
1: national title against question mark, question mark, question mark. We don't know who they played <laughs> right. because the NCAA struck the record. Uh, maybe we can ask Pete Carroll. So, so you can't remember who they are because they mind wiped you like the men in black.
2: I will say this, that if you support us, we will go after one of these $30,000 items and we will have the Heisman Trophy sitting right here. Think about it. Think about it. I just Or, or, or a game used jersey it. for
0: $7. I'll take it. Here, here's some awards he won that might be in this. That might be in these. Oh, I looked auction. it up. A uh, Heisman Trophy, a Maxwell Award. The, his the Maxwell Manning Award
2: is up right now for
0: fifty
1: thousand dollars or best offer. Davy
0: O'Brien, won. he actually was the Heisman Trophy runner-up. Do you get a trophy yeah, for that's that? That's what I thought. No, but no. We'll still put a bid on it.
1: You get the we tried.
0: Ooh, I like that. That we you have tried to wrestle that uh, way. If you from don't Donald. have, if you don't have any any money, the two thousand five hundred. Heisman Trophy winner, by the way. That's nobody. Nobody won the 2005. That's Heisman right. Trophy. No one won it because Reggie Bush had nope. to give it back. No, I don't know
1: who that is. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have any uh, stats. No records.
0: Um. Anyway, you can give us a review on Error iTunes. 404. DG went up. Says great pod, guys. Very solid insights. Enjoyable listen. Uh, we're back in first place. But how about a sports movie category? And uh, you're gonna hear tonight uh, what we're gonna do with that. So let's get right into it. We decided right, today <laughs> we were going to do like kind of a misfits category. Uh, so it's like hidden gems, genre breakers, movies that need some love that haven't gotten it yeah. already. Movies that like haven't fit into any other any other categories that we've that we've already done. So all right. So do you want me to go first? Do you want me to go second? I yeah.
1: think we're gonna have Eric start as as is tradition. Right yeah. Now. Um. It's
0: my a draft day. Draft day. <laughs>
2: Why do the Seahawks have it? Because they win. I didn't even see that movie. What a terrible movie. All right, so uh, going into some hidden gems. I think we're going to have a lot of different movies here. I think I have one movie on my list that maybe Nathan is going to have, thanks to Kevin. All right, here we go. There is a movie that I did not see, but I want to put it on our list because I've heard about it so much. If someone uh, listening to the podcast wants to talk about this movie, we'd love to hear it. Join our Patreon thread and talk about it. Mandy. Mandy. Uh, the autobiographical movie about Barry Manilow. Uh, just kidding. No, I was like,
0: I was like, did you? You obviously did not watch the movie. No, uh, it's a Nick Cage.
2: It's a Nick Cage movie. I really want to see it just because I've heard a lot about it. Nathan, you've seen this movie and you didn't love it, right? The, what, Mandy? Mandy, it's fine. It's enjoyable. Okay. Like,
0: you should. You should watch it. Okay.
2: Um, Another movie I talked about earlier in uh, comedies is a movie called Heavy Trip. I just want people to see this movie. It's on Amazon. I really think Kevin would like it too. Uh, There's a movie currently streaming on... I believe it's uh, Hulu or Amazon Prime. It's called Vigilante. It stars Olivia Wilde. And it is uh, kind of a revenge movie. Uh, It's more so just a... um, I don't know. I think this is this takes Atomic Blonde and strips it down and makes it a more palatable movie and much more enjoyable. Uh, very serious. There's nothing tongue-in-cheek about this movie. Vigilante is really, really good, and Olivia Wilde deserves a lot of credit for this movie. Uh, there is a movie called Dog Eat Dog with Nicolas Cage that is on Netflix. And that why, movie also why has Why do you like Nicolas Cage so much? I don't. I just have uh, Nicholas him Cage twice. is inherently a genre breaker for air. He is. <laughs> uh but, but cannot it, define him, he is timeless. The great Willem Dafoe is in this movie. This movie shot very interestingly. The color palette is out there. I think people should probably maybe take a look at this movie. Nathan, thirteen assassins.
0: Oh, that's one of my movies. Whatever it down. would be.
2: Well then I'm gonna let
0: you talk about it. Takashi Mike. Hey, and, a group of assassins come together for a suicide mission, baby. Let's go. It's ooh, pretty sweet. It's a little and, too long.
1: It is, uh, and I have a lot of props for a movie that's action climax sequence is forty five minutes. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it, the ending fight it's scene like it's is exa- literally like a third of the movie. If, it's I had great. To, if I had to
0: describe Thirteen Assassins to like a different person, I would say uh, Thirteen Assassins. Uh, it's exhausting. At the end, you are <laughs> at the end, you will feel physically tired. Yes. It's
1: a three and a half out of five for me, but like the last forty five minutes is a five out of five.
0: And
2: you're always wondering,
0: <laughs> okay, so wait. Uh, th- okay, okay, that's thirteen. All I, right. Okay, so my my friend uh, Jerry, who loves movies, uh, he wrote his his review for this is just sometimes dudes just need their asses kicked, <laughs> which is like the perfect review for this movie. And I, wow. I I gave I actually gave it a higher score than that, Kevin.
1: My favorite line in the movie is uh um with decorative sword for a decorative <laughs> man. man. Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: <laughs> um, and then the final movie I have on my list. The first seventy
0: five minutes of the movie though is just yelling. It's just dudes uh, yelling at each other. Yeah,
1: it's, it's at, or just like really boring sequences. It, they
0: really should have cut like twenty minutes out of that first part. It would have made it a lot better. And that movie would be like a like a five for me. You it watch shot the first beautifully. Half though. To watch the second half, it shot
2: beautifully. It's not like or a Landscape, Kurosawa a movie. movie, a movie. A the so landscapes do look great. Really good. Though. And uh, this movie, I don't know if any of you saw it. You probably hate me for mentioning it because I've had some movies that I mentioned that you guys just kind of roll your eyes at. Brawl and Cell Block 99. Nope, I know it. Starring yep. Mr. Vince Vaughn in solid but not spectacular. Uh, that's a perfect review for yeah, it. I, Hidden gem though, all yeah, over. Hidden gem. It is for an sure.
1: interesting and flawed movie. Okay, so I, I,
0: as suggested by the iTunes review, brought three sports movies to the table. Okay, oh, and ad- in addition to four kung fu movies, you ready? Okay. Ready. Sports movie number one has not been mentioned. Probably should have been mentioned on the awards podcast, but is excellent. Uh, moneyball Monkey Balls, got it. Money Ball is really good. It's funny. Legitimately funny, legitimately heartfelt, weirdly heartfelt for a movie about running a baseball team. And uh, just a the star a power of Art Howe and Scott Hatterbo. Aaron Sorkin is an awesome writer. Yep. And it really makes that movie like move at a great clip. Goon.
1: <laughs> Goon. Goon. Goon is
0: very good. Goon is an awesome movie. Yes. It's an underrated movie. It came out in 2011. Sean William Scott. Uh, you can tell Jay Berischow, who wrote this movie with Evan Goldberg. Jay Show one uh, of my favorites. He's in the movie as well. But mm-hmm. you can tell he really like did this movie to like because he loves hockey. Oh, he's Canadian. It's, just, he a, has it's just a love. I love hockey in this movie. And I think Goon is just a really awesome movie. I don't know if it's quite good enough to make the top five of this list, but I think it deserves a shout. The movie that I think is legitimately... Wait, did you watch
2: the sequel? Uh, goon 2, no. Yeah, I have not. It's on my queue, haven't uh, the So goon. The movie that I think is legitimately
0: the best of these three movies, like the best movie... Uh, Ron Howard directed Rush. Have you seen this movie? Do you remember this movie? Mm, Rush no. is it about 2013? A running back? No, it is about two. Okay, James Hunt I mean, and Niki Lauda. They're they car race. They're F one racers, and then yeah. they have a like a fierce rivalry. They're played by Chris Hemsworth and Daniel Bruhl, and this movie is I super to this. super good. And the racing is really intense, and um, I like think that if you don't know the story, it's better to go in cold because it's like, it's kind of insane like they just have such different styles and personalities and like they There's it's cool because you have this there's a tension in f1 racing where like if you fuck up you're dead Right like you can legitimately die because the cars are so so crazy, and you're going so fast They're and, really like, light both of these guys the, the rivalry starts to like really get in they, They're willing to risk their they're really to risk risk everything to try to win to win this f1 cup because in their and their rivalry so good um i think this is the best auto racing movie of all time better than days um, and i haven't seen four versus fry yet so i i don't i can't compare it to that but like i think this is like it's if it's not the best one it's right in there and i think it good car of, racing movies are really good um it's just a really 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 good movie um it, i think it's the best of these of these three um i can't i can't wait to see four like or the money ball
1: does it have uh-huh. i don't know man brad pitt eats a lot in that movie
0: mm-hmm He does, and I love when Brad Pitt eats. All right, then I brought my Kung Fu movies. You guys knew I was going to do it, so here we go. Martial arts movies. Uh, We already said 13 Assassins, right? Yep. Um, All right, Kevin, you're going to hate this. You're going to hate this take. You ready for this? Yep. I wanted to bring the best Ip Man movie to the table. Are you going to say three is better than two? Nope. I'm going to say The Grandmaster. 2013 starring Tony Leung is the best Ip Man movie, and because it it is the best Ip Man movie. The other Ip Man movies are fun. They're funner, more fun to watch, maybe, than this one. But this is the best movie of any of the movies that were made about. As far as about films Go. And, and I think
1: films. the first one has way better fight scenes. The first Ip Man <clears throat> movie, but that was not in the 2010s, but, which is why I don't allow but this. But the
0: Grandmaster. Okay, so what I like about this is the director is It's like one. It's an all-time great director, and Tony Leung is like my all-time favorite Hong Kong movie actor. He's so good. I
1: mean, he's really good, uh, yeah.
0: little Tony, and it, and having him as it man, even though I freaking love Donnie Yen, which you'll hear about in just a second. <laughs> uh, uh, this um, the this movie is really really good, and uh, Kung Lee's Iron Shoes is super sweet. Uh, I don't know this. I think this movie just just rules. It's really good. It's really well made. Um, and uh, yeah, all right, there you go. Uh, it has like Wong's like signature like style to it. So if you've never seen like a car car move Wong movie, um, like this. You can watch this and, like, kind of get, you know, if, if you haven't seen Chunking Express or, like, any of these other movies that he's made that are, are you know, popular and famous, this movie you could watch it. and, and kind of like, hard to get your hands on. You too. can get, you could, you could see it like, hey, these are, this is a, the good Grandmaster is
1: the today. easiest to find out of his really oh, yeah, like and it has, good and it, movies.
0: And it has, you know, it has uh, Zi Z, Z, Zhang and Tony Young. So, you know, it's like mm-hmm. got the best Ch- Chinese language actors out there. Okay. And then I got to bring a Donnie Yen movie. Of course, still, even though I, Kind of sandbag the Ip Man movies there, so I'm going Kung Fu Jungle. You seen this one, Kevin?
1: Oh yeah, Kung, yeah, yeah. or Kung Fu Killer, some people Kung call Fu it. Killer. Kung Fu Killer, uh, uh, where he has to, where he cuts out of jail in order right. To so hunt Donnie, down somebody <laughs> the, who's hunting down Kung Fu Masters. The plot <laughs> of this movie is so stupid. He's
0: a Kung Fu Master who act who, who train cops, and he accidentally kills someone, <laughs> so they put him in jail. And then Fair. they find out that this guy is killing people and leaving a calling card. So then he's gonna he trades his his uh. You know, his his uh f- freedom. His freedom He says, I'll if I'll find the killer for you and then as soon as they let him out of course he disappears. <laughs> and like that and then that's like kinda of where the, the plot of the movie takes off. And I, I think this movie is um like, And also Donnie Don awesome. Yen just makes everything good. This movie's really good. It's my favorite Donnie Yen movie of the twenty tens. Yeah, it's, uh, not, it's not, not as my, a good as Flashpoint. It's not my. It's not as good as Flashpoint, but that's like saying it's not as good as like the, the be, A great margarita. You know? It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure. This is this is all really solid margarita too. It's not the best one I've ever had, um, but it's really. <laughs> but good. I'll really enjoy drinking it because it's uh, one in front of me. And so yeah, the then I had one more, and that one more Kung Fu movie. Nope, this is just another movie. Oh, you said it was that, three Kung Fu movies. That was three. I did you Grandmaster grandma's Star- Kung Fu Killer. Oh, and I had th- thirteen assassins. Oh, thirteen assassins was my other one. um have you seen Grandmaster Kevin? Like, I have. You have. Did you like it more than the other It Man movies, or did you like it worse?
1: I, it's, it's a it's, very different feel, because the It Man movies are kind of their sto- own thing. Similar
0: story, but like, yes. It's, they, it, this I,
1: I didn't like it as much as It Man 1, because the fight scenes in It Man 1 kicked butt. But uh, I liked it more than It Man 2, and much more than Hitman 3. So uh, it Man, I, would, I would put it comparable to It Man 1, it, so it's uh, in the I, running. I actually liked It Man
0: 2... Like maybe slightly more than Ip Man 1 just because the action in Ip Man 2 But Man's I feel like, like the best slaps. fight
1: scenes in 1 were better than the best fight scenes in 2 yeah. I just think the like, Grandmaster you...
0: is like a better movie.
1: I would agree but <laughs> if I'm sitting down for all those movies, I'm not thinking well, about the movie as much yeah.
0: Okay, and then my last movie is Haywire <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Haywire is an underrated classic uh, 93 minutes of just uh, perfection. Gina Carano is the star Soderbergh uh, Soderbergh Soderberg knows how to tightly edit a movie. We have got Ewan McGregor, Bill Paxton, Channing Tatum, and of course, as the villain, my boy Fastbender. You, you knew I had to bring a fastbender to the table. The fastest of all benders. I to- love takes I love an arm bar
2: armbar chokehold with the neck from Gina Carano like a champ. Oh man, that movie that movie rocks. It's like I know that like putting you think Gina, it rocks though. I mean, oh, I it's, love it. It's, I, you
0: talk about pacing.
2: <laughs> talk, and talk about not letting Gina Carano speak because she can't act very well she
0: can't act very well that's a risk they did it but they what they did is they just surrounded her with awesome actors and they said hey this movie's going to be 93 minutes long and it's going to just go and it does it just goes there is no dead weight in this movie definitely which better I, than In the Blood which I definitely appreciate if it. follow up uh, really I would,
1: quickly have you seen Master Z at my legacy um no did not make my list and it's not going to but it's really fun and it is streaming on Netflix right now you would enjoy that that is just a fast fun movie
0: do you want to watch a really bad fast bender what's that the snowman okay (laughs) that movie's so bad really Mr. Podcaster Man it's the worst movie uh hey you want another weird one uh, Thirty minutes absurd comedy doesn't doesn't really don't even think it counts as a movie with fast banner uh, kung fury oh kung fury it's, that's an underrated uh, that's an under the radar
1: also guava island the like sixty minute uh, donald glover musical about like labor organization mm-hmm. that was uh, that was interesting that's on prime okay uh, do
0: you want me to give one just for the kung fu nerds that yep. uh, that don't that <laughs> you don't have to watch this but. But you, you can. Uh, the RZA made a Kung Fu movie, The Man of the Iron Fist. Have you ever seen it? No, but no, I, I know he made it. Um, it's not great, but... He made a you know, sequel to it also. It's... Isn't Russell Crowe in the first one? Uh-huh. Great. And Batista, and Kung Lee, and Jamie Chung.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's eclectic. Yeah, it's not The as... man
2: knows music, he knows his soundtracks. Didn't we, didn't we the
0: soundtracks. You who he co-wrote um, the script with? Oh, Eli Roth. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's weird, dude. It's a weird movie. You like Roth? Okay. It has, like... It's almost really good. Like, you just, like... It's fun. And it's more fun than it should be. But, like, it... He doesn't... He doesn't do enough to, like, make you care about the characters. And You know how, like, really good kung fu movies give you, like, this stupid hook that makes you just give a shit There's about... There's enough block
1: to make you enjoy the action?
0: Un- you just... All of a sudden, you're just like, I'm so in on this guy. This guy who's a, a cop... Who's doing? Who's working out? And now he's gonna—he's yeah—he's gonna get himself free. He's gonna catch this guy who's killing all these kung fu masters. Like, you get into the stupid storyline because yes. they give you like this one little hook. He just didn't—he didn't do a good enough job doing that, and that's—that's that's why uh, didn't work. All right, Kevin, hit me with your best shot. Fire away.
1: All right, so uh, I'm not gonna give a ton on this one just because a lot of these movies that would have made this list for me are things we've mentioned before. But Bleecker Street Productions does a great job of digging out these movies that deserve really good releases, and then not giving them really good releases or giving them any press whatsoever. So a couple of those movies, Blind Spotting, mm-hmm. uh, is, is solid. a really really interesting movie. Um, last year was a movie that had a lot of things dealing with uh race and culture and blind spotting did it in a really unique and interesting way and got no love for it can
0: i say something and about blind
1: spotting kicks in this movie
0: there's an intensity to the to Climax that movie that I, to the whole movie yeah that i think is like really really excellent yes. it's like really hard to describe but there's just like this uncomfortableness you'll have watching it and intensity that I think is really good.
1: There's also, they do a great job of making you feel that everyday quality of the character. Um, The main character is so relatable in so many ways. Uh, You have a lot of um, understanding for him. And it makes it so that when something happens, you are really invested in that character. And you care a lot. Um, Another movie that is interesting and well-executed is uh, 2016, I believe, Sing Street. Uh, Sing Street is a cool one about uh, some kids growing up in, I believe it's uh, Ireland, uh, in kind of the late 70s into the 80s when punk's kind of becoming a thing. And... Trying to like feel your way through kind of coming of age type stuff, um, figure out who I you are. Movie. It's really just solid. a really a really fun, interesting movie. It's it's really well done. It's cheesy in a way that I don't care, and it's a it's a good watch. It's it, it's a little bit of a trip going through the whole thing, but in the end, I would call it a feel good movie. Mm. Uh, American Animals is oh, a yeah. really hard to define movie. It is part yeah. documentary part heist movie um, and it blends its narrative storytelling with its documentary elements so well that you spend a section of it going, is this an actual thing that happened or is this all fake and then no it's real.
2: when they go back to the real people like the you know some of the victims you're like,
1: oh oh
2: that's oh wow okay and it's it brings you back to present day and then you jump right back into the adventure I agree, Kevin.
1: Uh, a really gritty uh, Hong Kong movie, Drug War. It's a Johnny Two movie. Johnny is kind of a prolific uh, Asian yeah. director, does some cool stuff. Uh, Drug War is like if Sicario was in the Hong Kong China border instead. Um, it's very, very gritty. It's got uh, some kind of hard to watch scenes, but it's really cool. The action's really good. It's really neat to see the way they set up some of these things and stuff. That's just one that's a really interesting, well-done movie. Um, And the last one I want to bring up, I mean, I guess the, there's a lot that would be really nice to bring up. Like Burning, Burning's one I've brought up a bunch of times that's kind of a slow burn, interesting thriller I'm glad you movie. brought up Drug
0: War, because I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. That movie's really good. It is a good movie. And Johnny Toe's like, Toe Toe really cool. I also thought Johnny Toe. Is it Toe? Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's T-O-O, isn't it? No, it's just T-O.
0: Oh. Might be so That's the sequel to Johnny Toe.
1: <laughs> it's the second Johnny um, but um, yeah he's like his. he's
0: like a really good storyteller and his movies are often super super solid yeah, he picks uh, like a
1: thing to do with it and then to, it explores that really well try it
0: election like that that's too old for this list but like that movie rocks too election's really uh, good okay okay let's um can we got more or to uh, I was list? just gonna
1: say like uh, uh hardcore Henry will yes. kind of go in here Yes, uh, that that that's cool. underrated that movie slaps the action's really good And Four Lions is the darkest comedy of all time, to the point where it's hard to put in comedy because you genuinely feel bad about laughing at some of the stuff you laugh at.
0: You made me think of another movie while you were talking that I think would fit really well on this list, and then I lost it again, and now it's back. Sorry to bother you.
1: Sorry to bother you uh, is one I thought about putting about. on that list. Uh,
0: that I'll is, put that on this list. That movie's so weird and like there's a point where that <laughs> movie a turns. a hard turn. So and you just like you have <laughs> the to decide, best story about this movie without know? being spoiler
2: <laughs> about it is. Uh, Sorry to bother you is is streaming on like what Hulu and Kevin says. Uh, I watched uh, Sorry to Bother You this weekend. I said was it good? I really want to see that in theaters. And he said well, I watched it in theaters. Yeah. He said yeah it's it's really good. Um, it gets weird though. And I was like, okay. So, like, I was trying to think. He goes,
1: weird how weird, I'm like, weird how I, well, I said, you. I said,
2: don't give anything away. And he goes, I can't tell you, but I'll just say that as weird as you think it's going to get, it no, it doesn't get weird. Do it gets yeah. way weirder, <laughs> but it's good. And I was, I was like, wow. I was mystified. I was like, okay.
1: And then there's a bunch of weird stuff that happens in that movie where you're like, is this the weird part? I will just nope. That was the and weird you'll part. You'll
2: know it when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's honestly it's, it's a great weird. movie. It's a great movie though. I'll put that on this list. Um okay That I'm is just,
1: a unique watching experience.
2: Sci Fi movie called Prospect with Pedro Pascal came out in twenty eighteen. That's also a really good movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Oh, there's, there's so just like, many good movies. This is like, yeah, so many good. I feel like this list is like really unwieldy now. Like we like we listed like too many movies and now it's like Gonna be really hard to narrow them down
1: because they're not similar to each other. At oh, all. Kevin,
0: I saw on uh, Letterbox. Do you watch Triple Threat to try to like? pray that, that movie sucks.
1: That movie, uh, they really <laughs> needed to not put any English hey, what between if, Tony Jaa. And, what if we uh, put three?
0: What if we put three <laughs> of the greatest martial arts actors living today in the movie, and we didn't have any of them fight each other? Yep. That's that's the plot of Triple Threat, as far as I'm concerned. There
1: there are a lot of <laughs> things that could have been good in that movie. Michael
0: jo- the only good thing about that movie is Michael, Michael Jai White. <laughs> Whatever he, everything he did in that movie as a villain was the best part of the movie. I mean, sure, it's... he's so awesome. Why doesn't he act more?
1: Because uh, They won't release the next Black Dynamite. That's why.
0: Oh, Black Dynamite's so good. Dude, I
1: can't wait for the Black Dynamite Western. Is, did
0: Black Dynamite come out in this decade? Uh, no, otherwise Dang it'd be on my list. It. Otherwise it would have be... been on my comedy list. It yeah. would have made it. It would have been number one. It would have been, been all easy, the lists. bullet. Uh, it would have probably won everything we did.
1: I threw that shit before I even came in the room. Ah, uh,
0: h- hush now. Just, children. Just, just kill me now. <laughs> just that part's my part. Do you do want, you to, want live? to live? Do
1: you want to live? But Eric, I sell drugs to the sell community. Drugs <laughs> community.
0: So good. Oh,
2: that would be so funny. Okay, let's do our. Let's do our. Uh, uh, you know this is gonna, gonna be like, hard. If you guys want to make a list of this cool, if you don't, um, I think it could just be just just I think it can really- live
1: the way it is. But how about okay? If you had to take of all the movies you nominated. And you had to oh, put like, or the ones one. I heard. Nope, oh. that's to be your nominations, and okay. you said you go first. I, Everyone needs to put one of these movies. You
0: out. guys go first so that I can uh, narrow and str- we and we're, and we're str- str- putting str- str- one in. Uh,
2: yep,
1: think about.
0: one.
1: Uh, I'm gonna say Blind Spotting can... because I feel like yeah. Blind Spotting is a good, movie that way cho- more people should have seen.
2: Good choice, Eric. Vigilante, that's a really good film. Um. Very good. You're making me pick one. This is like
0: way too hard.
1: Well, and then we're <laughs> gonna go back through and like see if we can. Agree all right, you guys have. Of you guys way. have
0: seen Rush, right? So I feel like this is the only way I can get it onto this list. All right. Cool. Um, I think it's like a, it's like like I said, it's like the best car racing movie. So sure. okay.
1: And then I would argue, uh, Thirteen Assassins should be on there because we all can agree that, okay. that that's a movie that more people should see. Um. Ooh. I don't know. I would rather do like. Because there hasn't been a lot of great Japanese cinema, um, non-animated this. A decade, I feel like if you're not sure if you want to get Japanese do like cinema, two, that's an easy one to see. I'd rather, You'd rather do, do a kung Chinese fu movie. Otherwise, let's something. do Kung
0: Fu Killers. Just do like kung, just do like Drug War and like Drug
1: War and Kung, kung fu, fu Killer or, Killer, or, Drug War or like and The Grandmaster. Probably uh, the the Grand, the Grandmaster is a better movie.
0: It's a better movie, but I'd rather just do Kung Fu Killer to because it's more to our taste. <laughs> <laughs> and and then uh, yeah, then the other movie is like yeah, probably Drug War. Drug
1: War is okay. really good.
0: I, we could just do Thirteen Assassins over a Drug War. I don't really care. They're uh, bo- the thing on Thirteen Assassins though is the beginning of that movie. Like, like it's Ke- so hard to watch. Kevin, wa- Kevin was watching it, and then I was like, I want to watch this too. And I ended up skipping the first sixty minutes. I skipped two an hour into the movie. You are fine doing that. Uh, and I, so this and is and a I,
1: subtitled movie, and I was multitasking <clears throat> during the first half of the movie because I remembered the way it worked. For awards I last like, week, I, I, got, like, I, I brought I, up I, a
2: host story, Kevin. And uh, that movie is not a solid movie, but I really like the journey it went and the conclusion. You can skip most of that movie, but you'd miss out on a lot. Thirteen Assassins, you're basically almost, you're you're moving so much around this plot just to get to this awesome last
0: fifty can, minutes. Can we just have Fastbender in this one? Just go ahead, why? <laughs> no, <laughs> now, but I will thirteen say, Fastbenders. So,
1: uh, Drug War is one that again, if you like Sicario, that's for you. Sing Street, though, man, if you liked uh, Booksmart and movies like that. Sing Street's a solid movie. Sing Street's I, a really fun I'm not movie. Not
0: crazy about it or anything, but like I, that's it's about as good as you can get for what they were doing. For yeah.
1: me, and I think like, American Animals yeah, is a movie. Is another movie that'd be the other one I'd nominate. Like I said, if, I like that. Quite I think a bit. this is
0: a good point. To if stop, you're somebody looking for some interesting movies, movies to watch, watch, these are all yeah, a, interesting movies. It's a good. It's a good list to to yeah. tell us what you. If, okay, if you have um, you. Uh,
1: If you have some under-the-radar stuff, stuff you think that we haven't seen, we
0: would love to hear from you. So, and if you, like, watch some of these movies, you're like, I never heard of that one and you liked it, let us know. All right, for Kevin, for Eric, we will see you next week. Go Hawks.